The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What's up, sir? Oh, just having fun, as usual. <laughs> having a lot of fun? Yeah. Yeah? Um, I, I wanted to um, mention, because we haven't mentioned other than playing the promo at the beginning very much right. uh, about Big Rip. Absolutely. If you guys are in the Kansas City metro or in the region or planning on coming here, go to Kansas City's best local brewery, Big Rip Brewing Company. Tell us, tell them you heard it about them from us and have some of their great beers. I got to tell you, I was blown away. The first time, second time, third time that I went there, I mean, the place is outstanding. The place is so cool. The people are nice, laid back, easy to get along with. I mean, just a good bunch of people. Amazing beer. My God. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah I man. could sneak up on you. I know that. That's the truth. <laughs> That's the truth. Good times, though. Always good times. Over at, over at Big Rip. Also... We should probably uh, take this uh, opportunity to mention our other sponsor and our, our network, actually, uh, Podbros, podbros.com. Yes. Um, yeah, go check out podbros.com. It's at Podbros Network on Twitter. I had been accidentally doing at Podbros, which is owned by somebody else that doesn't even use their account in the last two years so <laughs> go follow them say what's up go check out all the other great shows we are going to get um somebody one or both of the people from language of bromance yes. on a news episode coming up soon which is gonna and be I great can say that next week we are having a guest but it's not one of the pod bros network guys but it is one of our friends online and they always love to shout us out uh kyle who is not on Geek Yogurt Podcast, will be on the show next Monday night or on the news episode next week. That'll be a lot of fun. That'll yeah, be a good time. Be fun. Hell yes, man. So what's new in your world? I feel, like I, haven't, I, world. I feel like I haven't talked to you in a while. It's been since Wednesday last. God, has it been that long? Yeah, you're a wow. busy guy. Yeah, shit. Apparently... So I'm just uh, doing the same old stuff. I go since I'm not working right now. I go hiking three or four times a week for workout and whatnot, yeah. just to enjoy the woods. And I know everybody's all jealous of me. So I know everybody's all jealous and shit. <laughs> Hell yes, man. Good what, stuff. What have you been doing? Um. Oh my gosh, man. So. 
been doing a lot of work uh, with like Malvern Manor and all of that fun jazz. Uh, we're getting hyped up. We're getting ready to roll because I mean, two weeks now. We're talking two weeks away, and we're going to be on paranormal lockdown. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really weird knowing that the episode is fast approaching. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because we've been waiting now since what September? You know, is when Nick and Katrina were there filming, and that doesn't seem like that long ago. It doesn't actually. seem that long ago, but at the same time. Thinking about it every single day since they left. You know what I'm saying? And it was actually well before that. Two months even before September because we knew they were coming. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just like they fucking showed up and we're like, hey, can we go to your house? No. Like we knew it was happening, you know? And so thinking about it every single day up until now, just two weeks from now, and It'll finally be out there. We haven't even seen it yet. You know, like, everybody thinks that we're privy to all this information. We have no fucking idea whatsoever. I know there's a bunch of people here in town that are planning viewing parties. We were going to do it at Big Rip, but they happen to have a wedding party up there. Oh, wow, yeah. That's really cool, though. I appreciate the hell out of it. We've been doing a lot of uh, interviews and things like that. Uh, I'm trying to, you know boost it up as much as possible um i don't know i don't know what to expect i like to think that something positive something good happened to them while they were there just simply for the fact that the nick groff tour then booked our location for an event in may on your birthday on may 20th and Mm -hmm. i mean so that right there would tell me okay something noteworthy happened otherwise it'd been like eh We'll, we'll just find somewhere else, you know what I mean? But I have no idea, man. I have no idea what to expect. I'm excited to see it. I'm nervous as hell to uh, see my ugly mug on there. I'm not looking forward to that at all. But I'm very excited to see my my oldest daughter on there. That'll be cool. Yeah. That'll be cool. Should be fun. I hope so. I hope she's so. going to be a big star, and you're going to be left behind. I am fine with being left behind. <laughs> <laughs> Let me make that perfectly clear. Oh my gosh! So we're still frozen on Facebook. I, it doesn't surprise me at all, and I don't know why. So I'm going to go in here while we, uh, yeah, get ready to do the news and. You gonna go in the the back door there? Yeah, I think. I don't know why somebody's laughing at us a lot. I'm laughing. There. I'm laughing a lot <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, is that you on there? No, it's not me at all. No. Heck to the no. So what's going on with your internet there? My internet. Yeah, you said you were having problems with your internet. Yeah, it was just being like weird and jumpy and wasn't really working and all that shit. And then then just it started working. I have no idea. It's Iowa, dude. It's Iowa. It's internet. It sucks. Broadcast interrupted. Sorry. I didn't mean to. What are you doing, new guy? (laughs) Come on. 
broadcast interrupted, huh? No, it's back. Uh, no, it's, it's not. <laughs> uh, no, I blame no, your no, internet. Not. Now, how would my internet have anything to do with it? <laughs> I just, it's your fault, Josh. It's got to be. Okay. Oh, well. Yeah, they can fine. listen to us. We might as well get on with the news for yeah, uh, for our actual listeners online. That's right. So, Love it. So what do you got this week? Oh, my gosh. All right. Let me see here. Uh, you know, there was one story that I actually, uh, I actually, I just posted about it. Uh, like yesterday or two days ago, something like that. Um, it's this weird UFO video that I saw. Um, and initially I was like, okay, well, that could be anything. But then it's getting closer and closer to the camera. I found it very interesting. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull that up here. And I'm going to show you. It says, bright, shining UFO leaves Mexican volcano. Um, there's not really a lot of information here because primarily its its purpose is a video. You know what I mean? Um, it says it's unclear whether this is a helicopter leaving the side of the volcano and flying towards the camera, or if it's a UFO that's you know leaving the volcano. Um, but it's live cam footage uh, recording. Shows an object suddenly emits then a bright light and flies upwards until it just disappears. I mean, it's very compelling. Uh, certainly, it's one of the, the more compelling like UFO videos that I've personally seen. Did you happen to uh, take a look at it, pal? I didn't see the video, but I saw a picture, a uh, still picture there. And, so, um, it, it's in the picture that I posted up, It's it's like... Imagine one big picture cut into three sections, and it's supposed to be like time lapse here. So, in the first little section or in the first third of the picture, uh, you see uh, the the volcano. It looks more like a mountain range type, and then you see one tiny little dot of light. Um, and in the next uh, little third of section here, you see that light up a little higher in the sky and now much much brighter than it was before and then in the third uh third of it it's quite bright and very very much closer uh to the camera itself but like i said the video is compelling if you guys want to check it out uh, the ectoplasm show on facebook go uh check out the page like us or whatever uh, but yeah, check out the video. I just posted it, like I said, a couple days ago. Uh, I I, I, um, I think it's compelling as hell. I really do. So I just saw a picture of it. And to me, the picture looked like it was a light reflecting off the inside of a piece of glass. I could show you. I, I could give you that. Absolutely. Now, what I'm saying, though, is like you have to you have to watch the video because it's very apparent that it's not just a light there is something there i mean it it has it has depth it has substance you know what i mean because i was thinking the exact same thing i'm like uh, this could be so many different things however now i'm seeing it especially as it's getting closer and closer and closer to you you're seeing more and more and it was it was interesting i will say that but yeah it's cool. It's like, uh, 
I don't know exactly how long the video actually is. It's less than a minute, I think. I think it's less than a minute in length. I'll have to check it out. Absolutely. It's pretty. So, it's pretty super sweet, wicked awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, go ahead, pal. Haunted Hotel is now home to the world's largest Ouija board, or Ouija board, or Whoa. however you want to pronounce it. World's largest. Yeah, they painted it on the roof. <laughs> what? That is awesome. Let, let's see. That is so freaking awesome. <laughs> In the very center of Winterbur, Pennsylvania, or Wind, Windbur, Windbur. Pennsylvania, W-I-N-D-B-E-R. I don't know where that's at in Pennsylvania, but I'm curious if my friend Chelsea that lives out there yeah. knows where this is. It's, uh, it says it lies or lies the 130-year-old Grand Midway Hotel, an imposing building that is home to filmmaker Blair Murphy and the world's largest Ouija board. It's Damn. now a private home. The Grand Midway Hotel, which still houses a few invite-only guests, is no longer in full operation, but it is receiving some ghostly attention for its new record title. This actually comes from Guinness World Records. This is awesome. All right. Uh, Built by Blair with the help of eight artists, including Brian Cano. I'm not going to name all of them. Yeah. The massive supernatural game board rests on the flat roof of the hotel and is visible from Google Maps. Oh, my God. It's awesome. Quote, the hotel roof was this massive blank canvas just waiting for the perfect project to present itself, said owner Murphy. A Ouija board would record or world record roof was a perfect match for our place many wonder how one comes to own such a haunted location i don't they go for sale all the time which prior to this being confirmed as setting an eerie new record title was featured on several national television shows the sci-fi channel research books and paranormal investigations for its reported ghostly activity. So I hadn't heard of this place before, but wow. I'm sure that Chelsea has heard of it. Um, if it's in her state, it's been all over the shows. Yeah, for sure. So uh, as it turns out, Blair, who now lives inside the building with his girlfriend and newborn daughter, happened to stumble on the property after opening an email. I've always looked at it like the hotel chose me. I was living in Los Angeles where an ad for the historic Pennsylvania hotel showed up in my email one day, like a creepy spirit finger from the grave tapping for my attention saying, buy me, move here, live here. Wow. This will be fantastic. It has been one fantastic adventure since Blair. That's freaking awesome. The son of two funeral directors, Blair was used or as or he was the son of two funeral directors was used to being around death um the hotel has 32 rooms in it so this is like living in malvern manor yeah basically <laughs> at least size wise yeah um what the grand midway hotel was an old coal mining hotel from the late 1880s explains blair I could recall countless ghost encounter stories from folks who have stayed the night here. It's actually been a fascinating place to live, but then the paranormal buzzing sort of went silent for about two years. 
So inspiration for the supersized board came as a direct result of the two year silence after Blair and girlfriend Camille decided to play with the Hasbro created Ouija board to see if they could rile up spirits. According to the independent movie maker, the results were terrifying. Wow. So I wonder why he's bringing attention to his house. Yeah, that's a good... Or himself, because it is... It's, it's, it's a publicity stunt for sure. I'm wondering what he's trying to bring attention to. Right. I mean, it's kind of cool. It's really cool. It does I wonder have a if uh, and everything. It does. That was my question. Yeah, it does have a planchette on? Wow, there. that's freaking nuts, man! I love it. Um, it says Blair says he's now looking forward to the spring season so he can use the board more liberally with the hotel's guests, and would like to achieve other record title, another record title in the coming year. So I'm my I'm, I'm guessing that he's going to start renting out some of the rooms that he's going to try to start having people come stay there would be my why guess not, as to why man. he's doing this. Freaking why not? Yeah, definitely. Might as well. You sure. want a big Ouija board on your roof? I guess technically we kind of could. It wouldn't be anything. It wouldn't be anything that scale. Yeah. But we do have flat portions on on Malvern Manor, you know, as far I'm as about your house. Oh fuck that! No hell no. Come on now, <laughs> come on now. I it's I have a Ouija board blanket. That's it. That's about as far as it goes. <laughs> uh, do you do you own a Ouija board, sir? No, I don't. I don't think I have anything that has it on there either. I've never used one. I, it's not. A, it doesn't come from not wanting to use one. I've just sure. never had one. I got one. Yeah? Yeah. You can use it. We should use it on the 200th episode in Malvern. Done. Alright. Done. Because <laughs> the last time we did a Ouija board session inside of Malvern, yeah, done. It could make for really good radio. <laughs> I'll say that. That could be fun. Oh my goodness. I'll have to figure out the coming Saturday to come up and record it. Yeah, for during sure. The day before sure. the show before anybody gets in there, but we'll figure that out. Yeah, that'll be cool. I like it. Um what do we got here? Oh yeah, see it's been a couple days since I pulled these stories. Planet Wolf 1061C potentially habitable claim scientists. Astronomers believe that a nearby planet 14 light years away may be Astronomers? Astronomers believe (laughs) that a nearby planet that's 14 light years away may be perfect to search for alien life. Planet was discovered by Stephen Kane from San Francisco State University and from what can be seen it appears the nearby nearby planet could be situated within the Goldilocks zone, which would mean it has potential uh, to host life. Um, Here's a quote. The Wolf 1061 system is important because it's so close and then it gives other opportunities to do follow-up studies to see if it does indeed have life. Uh, Initially, the planet seemed to be too close to its star, which made astronomers believe it may have been too hot, obviously, to support liquid water and then life. Now, 
However, it's believed that due to a chaotic orbit, the planet goes through regular cold periods, which may help improve the conditions for biological life. Here's a couple more quotes. A critical component of exponential... Oh, what the fuck? Exoplanetary studies is an exhaustive character characterization of the host star from which the planetary properties are frequently derived. And of particular value are the radius, temperature, and luminosity, which are key stellar parameters for studies of transit and habitability science, which is fucking crazy that they're saying, and okay, this is 14 light years away. 14 freaking light years away, which they're saying is fairly close to us, which I guess it is, kind of. Um, but my God, man, this this is exciting stuff to me. This is very exciting because it, there's something that's almost within reach, something that we can actually study and see that may potentially have some form of life on it, whether it's some little microbial whatever or or anything for that matter, plant life for Christ's sake, anything. This is huge. This could be very huge. I just hope, I hope something comes of it. Yeah, let's see here. Let's ask Google something. Hey, Google. What's up, Google? Okay, Google. (laughs) How long does it take to travel a light year? What's How Google long say? does it take to travel a light year? <sighs> it's thinking. Yeah. It looks like... Okay, uh, so... It looks... Um, the star Proxima Sada Centauri is only 4.23 light yeah. years away from Earth. Right. The other one you're talking about is 14, right? Uh, 17, I believe, isn't it? 17, Is that right? So it says the Voyager 1 spacecraft has covered one six hundredth of a light year since it was launched in 1977. Traveling at 38,000 miles an hour, at that speed it will reach Proxima Centauri in 80,000 years. My God. So Voyager, which isn't like our most advanced rocket, but it is currently traveling at 38,000 miles an hour. It'll still take 80,000 years to get there. Wow. That's just nuts. So, So, yeah, you were right, though, the first time. It is 14. 14 light years. My goodness, man. So it'll take forever. Forever? And that story actually (laughs) goes into my next story. Oh, cool, man. What do you got? company developing hibernation pods for space travel like okay like this comes from mysterious universe why? it says until a warp drive is available sci-fi movie makers and space experts agree that long space flights will require placing crews in some sort of hibernation containers or hypersleep stasis pods that's the mission plan of SpaceWorks, an Atlanta company working with NASA to have such pods ready for the first manned Mars voyagers, voyages in 2030. 
Shit. Um, so they're hoping to start animal testing in 2018. And wow, to, uh, that seems fast. Yes, this is in a recent interview with Court, Space President or Space Works President, not all of Space President. I am just, the president of fucking <laughs> space. Do you understand me? Space Works President John A. Bradford says that the pieces to develop functional stasis pods are already available and his company is aiming towards testing the first ones on animals in 2018. Damn. Says those pieces include medical equipment to induce and bring humans back from a stasis state, and additional equipment to deliver nutrition, maintain bodily functions, and monitor the state of the person's metabolism. Yikes. It helps to refer to stasis as therapeutic hypothermia, which is now a fairly common procedure used by hospitals for right. heart and brain surgery and for keeping traumatic accident victims alive until yeah. proper medical help alive, arrives. Damn. So this isn't like the science... Well, it could be like some of the scientific or sci-fi shows where they freeze you, but it's it's more like that and then just like a button that puts you to sleep. So... Uh, after slowly wow. cooling a body to 32 to 34 degrees Celsius, which is 89.6 degrees Fahrenheit, okay, it can be maintained in hypo or therapeutic hypothermia for as long as two weeks without problems. There are also cases of non-hospital long-term hypothermia where accident victims survived in ice or snow conditions for a long period of time. They say that they use the same equipment, they believe, slightly modified for space travel. But I mean, 2018, man, that's coming right up. Well, they're talking about the thing where they can just do it for like two weeks or whatever. But right, yeah. right. For now, you know, but I'm saying like for them to be starting or at least have these trials in sight for 2018, that's a huge step in and of itself right there. Um, and let alone just to have it literally right around the corner there. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean... I, uh, it's probably still thousand uh, years off until it would be like a thing. We we would have to be able to travel faster to go somewhere else. That's yes. that's what it boils down to. Um, a lot of people think that we need to extend our life to a hundred thousand years to make space travel a real possibility. That that's. Uh, that if there are aliens out there, they probably that are able to travel between galaxies. Galaxies, basically. yeah. They have to have that longevity. Make it. I mean, eighty thousand years to a star that's four light years away. Right. And it's been traveling since nineteen seventy-seven, but it's still got eighty thousand <laughs> years left. You know. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I guess. But I don't. I don't think extending our lives is is necessarily the answer. I think just getting faster might be. However, you know, a human body can only withstand well, that's so much. Thing, yeah. 
So they don't, now, they, that's another thing that they make an argument for when they make longevity of the body. It's also our body is too frail to sustain that type of travel. For sure. Unless you're like Star Trek, they use the dampeners or whatever. It's real scientific stuff there. It's real scientific. I, I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to confuse anybody. But it's science, bitches. I mean, that's that's <laughs> what it is. You know. <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's interesting, though, man. What do you think? What do you think? Do you think I, it's going to be a shit show when they send the the animals in these pods? I don't. Maybe. It's, I mean, <laughs> it could get shitty. I think that that our answer to space travel will be an alien race showing us how to do it. I, hey. I would be all about that. If the aliens were fucking nice, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be all about it. That would be fine with me. Hey, we're not frozen anymore. Hey, all right, we're not frozen. Hey, (laughs) Facebook. That took forever. Only a half hour. (laughs) Fuck it. It's fine. Whatever. I tell you what. On on that happy little note. Oh, we're going to take a break, right? When we don't... We are. We're going to take a little break. We're going to listen to our to our sponsors here. And uh, we'll be back in like, what, a minute, minute and a half, something like that. But yeah, we'll be right back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile. Add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. All right, guys, there you have it. Word from sponsors. See, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Like to mention, um, we will have John go for the other, yeah, guy from Hysteria Fifty One on soon <laughs> on the news episode as well. And last night I was on David Glidden's show, Paranormal Frequencies. Hell yeah, is bringing it back. I was on the first episode with guests. I think it was the first episode of them coming back. So nice. Yeah, so I would like to thank David for that. He's always... We need to get him back on the show soon, because it's been a while. Since it has been a while. 
Yeah, we need to get him on like real soon. That'll be awesome. Good yeah, so David, him. if you're out there listening, um, call me. <laughs> if you're out there, buddy, give just me just bug me if I don't remember. <laughs> that goes for anybody out there. If you want to be a guest, like we've had on in the past on the news episodes if you want to be a guest just contact us and we'll consider it if you're not a dick just don't be a dick right yeah don't be a dick yeah all right don't be a dick (laughs) (laughs) so what else you got this week uh i got one more story here and this uh, you want to talk about crazy crazy shit This might take the taco right here. (sighs) Google Earth image shows an alien abduction. (laughs) I saw this. I didn't click on it. Oh, buddy. I had to. I had to click on it. So uh, it says Google Earth has captured the exact moment an alien abduction was taking place. Sure. Oh, yeah. By God. Proof's in the pudding. I'm about to show you here. Well, that's according to John Mooner, the self-proclaimed chief photographer of UFOs. This is the guy from Devon, United Kingdom, who's been mentioned a few times in the news. He seems to have seen a lot more UFOs and aliens than anybody else in the world. I don't Yet, know about that. his photos always look like they've been taken uh, with a potato. So... I'm not going to mention names. Um, let me know if you people like that. So, yeah, That's Ooh. true. We met a few. Anyway, um, he says that Google Earth has captured proof that he was abducted from a street in Torquay. And the image shows him fighting off the alien by punching it in the face. He's punching the alien squaw in the face um he says quote the satellite has captured a real alien abduction taking place the shocking thing about this was that it's me being abducted by a gray alien and the satellite image clearly shows me trying to fight off the gray alien by punching it in the face he continues Looking at the image, it appears that the alien has blocked my punch and has grabbed my fist (laughs) and must have been able to subdue me. The strangest thing about this captured incident is that I don't remember this taking place at all. I do, however, remember sporadic episodes of missing time throughout the year 2016 and going back through the previous years. I do remember wearing a black baseball cap and shirt. This is definitely me on the satellite image. Now he says that he has further uh, he is further than spotted three more UFOs flying in formation in the area he believes uh, that were there to collect him. Ugh. But yeah, Mr. Mooner, I, I, I don't know if he's if he's being serious, if he is if he is I, I I know a couple doctors that might be able to pre- prescribe some shit for you. I don't know, bud. But I think you are caca duty shit crazy. There I said it. Um, 
but yeah, the guy is fucked. I mean, I'm going to show you this picture here. And you can't even see it. I mean, it's stupid. Let me... Can you even see it at all? Looks like no, a guy... I've seen it. It looks like a blur. It's because it is. It's a blur. It's nothing. But yeah, it's absolutely nothing. I have no idea, brother. Good stuff, I... though. Good stuff. So, if it's... It is a picture taken from the satellite. It is a Google Earth image, yes. It's just this Mr. Mooner, Mooney, whatever the fuck his name was. He, I think he's just looking for a little... A little slice of the pie. You know what I'm saying? Probably. I mean, I believe people. If if aliens are here, they, I'm sure they take people for certain things. I I think it's possible. Don't ever say that again. Um, <laughs> but I think it's possible. I um. It's science, bitches. That's, that's why. <laughs> it's science. They bitches. uh probably would be able to manipulate the image so that they wouldn't be shown. If... I mean, I've always, yeah. been, I've always made the argument that there's nothing that says the aliens have to be smart because they've made it here. No, that's a very good point. Valid. Um, they Valid could have point. been dumb, stupid aliens that had something. Like, this, let's, let's take the movie Signs, for example. Great flick, man. Um... Let's say a race like signs that has a race like aliens and signs that, well, not necessarily like signs because in signs they should have known that water would fucking kill them. They come to a planet. Come on, M. Night Shyamalan. What are you doing? Anyways, what are you so doing? So they're able to travel from place to place and take out these places. So water. Um, what if we had? What if at that point we had killed them with the water and took over? Just with fucking super Their soakers. Ships, you just know, super soakers. And then we can Fuck travel you. wherever, and we just weren't smart enough to build this stuff, but we have it. Hey, there we go. So there's nothing that says that the aliens that are visiting us aren't like that. They just had the luck of the draw. They were able to take over these ships, and now they're able to travel everywhere. But they're not very smart. They're not wanting to be nice and loving and no. all this stuff. They don't care. They're just like joyride, hold my beer. Yeah, we're gonna we go to go, another galaxy. Dude. Watch this shit, man. <laughs> uh, I just um, got Sophie this baby. in Facebook Live is unfortunately speaking in another language. I can't oh. understand what she's saying. I'm sorry, Sophie. Hey, have it translate that shit. You can do that, can't you? There's like um, a translate button. There's no translate button on the live feed. Sons of bitches. <laughs> well, I thank you, Sophie, for, for reaching out. But it may be... Um, I don't know what it is. So, yeah, but anyways, I... There's... It's, it's a blur on there. It could be two people fighting each other. What's Which is kind of what it looks like, if it even is that. Like, honestly, it's... You can kind of see that. You could kind of see two people fighting. But that's only because the article suggests it so many times. I've seen the capability that they at least show us on Google Earth. You can't zoom in and actually see, like, nude sunbathers or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> they have those on there, but you can't see anything. Oh I've, I, you know, they have websites listed, all kinds of weird stuff. I'm sure. And um, people... <clears throat> 
you can't make enough detail out of them to to see anything. <laughs> it could be because he's dark. It could be an African American person. Hey, it very well could be. So I'm telling you, man, it's just and the fact that he doesn't remember. But all I can tell you is that it was me punching this thing in the face. It's Reach. I mean, is that even his real house? (laughs) Just in the neighborhood. Oh, I I walked by that house one day. Hey, I know this place. That's got to be me. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. I think it's all possible, but I think he's... it's, It's the assumption thing that we've talked about so many times. People just seed stuff. And assume something about it, which they have no basis on. This guy has no basis of anything that says that it's him. And there's an alien there. Especially since he can't remember it. I understand that if you're abducted, you kind of lose that memory. But... But he's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, he's just getting attention. I think so. Honestly, because if he's been in the news many, 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 many times before as the guy, the self-proclaimed guy that gets all these really cool alien UFO shots and all that stuff, are you fucking kidding me? Like, like, okay, for example, guys like you, Dr. Koopsik, and myself, we're into this shit. We are the guys that will actively go out and search for this shit. But are we ever that lucky? Hell no. Nobody's ever that lucky. Not like this. And the guy's camera sucks at ass too. Sorry, I'm ranting. But it's like upgrade your equipment and freaking... Hey, Stop that's weird. A- they must have realized we were talking about it because something popped up that said translate comments automatically. Thank you. And I was able to push on it. And but what she's is, been talking for a while. Okay, so what did she say? What she'd said. she had said. <laughs> like, I know there's a translate thing on there. Well, no, it wasn't to her. Something oh, okay. popped up down at the bottom of the thing saying translate everything that has come through already. Well, thank you, Facebook. Um. Goodness gracious. She says, that's uh, why I love cats. They see everything. I don't remember talking about cats. Nice. I love cats, too. <laughs> you like cats, the, Okay, so the people that are being translated are talking about cats in our chat log. Hey, whatever. You guys keep it up. You talk about whatever you feel like. I did see an article. I didn't save it. I should have saved it. I sent it to my friend Chelsea because she loves cats. <laughs> I was reading through something. It wasn't a new article or anything like that, but there was a Vice article on it where people actually believe that all cats are aliens to spy on us. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, there's there's a group of people that actually believe that. Is that and, why they're uh, so, like, prissy and pissy? And yeah, well, they like, don't really shit give a shit shoes. about us. No, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck at all. And that, that also that there's no fossil record of them and in the sense that the species hasn't been around very long at least as far as these articles were saying that's interesting so could you send that to me yeah i'll text it to you yeah. when we get off i'm gonna read the shit out of that all right buddy what else you got for us study muddles tunguska mystery Ooh. this comes from coast to coast 
Uh, newly published research by a Russian geologist raises new questions about the infamous Tunguska blast and seems to upend one long-standing theory about the mysterious event. It had long been suspected that Lake Chico in Siberia was the impact site for the incoming meteorite that scientists believe caused the enormous explosion that rocked the region in 1908. However, a study on the sediment found at the bottom of the lake reveals that the site is nearly 300 years old and therefore could not have been created by the Tunguska event. What the hell? So the sediment on the top is over 300, is over years, 300 old. years old. Amazingly, the findings indicate that whatever caused the blast was wiped out 750 square miles of Siberian forest, apparently left no crater behind. As such, scientists are left to grapple with determining how a meteor entering the atmosphere could both cause the enormous blast while also being entirely incinerated and thus not hitting. It's science, the paradoxical bitches. problem That's opens what it is. the door for other Tunguska explanations that had previously been pushed away. Uh, these include prosaic possibilities such as natural gas explosion as well as paranormal ideas as UFO event or experiment by Tesla. Wow. So yeah, they ruled out this lake as being the crater of where it hit. Is the thing. So there's is no so there now, absolutely is no crater. So But how does that make sense? There is no crater. I, yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Um, well, we had the one over Russia a few years ago yeah. that blew up in the sky and broke glass everywhere. That's true. That's if very that true. thing would have been any bigger, part of it would have actually hit the planet. Something to make an explosion that will level 750 square miles... If it exploded, pieces of it would still make craters. That'd be fucking nuts. I, I mean, obviously, but they can't. The scientists can't explain it, so it seems weird to me. But I mean, have you noticed that them trying to explain it sometimes and not being able to come up with something, they start reaching, and the shit that then they start spewing out of their mouths is. Well, yeah, that's even more ludicrous. Jumping to conclusions yeah, it's even more ludicrous than what's probably true. It's something. so stupid. It's so fucking stupid. But anyway, whatever. I digress. I'm sorry. I get pissy. <laughs> uh, so I do have a question. Answer something real quick. I know there's a there's a delay on Facebook, so when I'm talking about something in the chat box, unfortunately for them, they have to wait to hear it. But yeah. Julia said, I heard owls had something to do with aliens. We were talking about cats. Oh, yeah. Well, I it's... honestly don't know if there's anything behind that other than from the movie The Fourth Kind, which was not part of the original story. So I don't think... I don't. I could be wrong, but I personally have never heard of any actual things that had stories that had to do with owls and aliens. I don't know. 
the other one than, that I know of is that fourth yeah, kind, other and than the original that. story had nothing to do with owls. So there we go. I'll answer that. So what were you, what was your question? I wanted to know if, by any stretch of the imagination, you knew quite possibly how we were going to die this week. Well, World War Three, uh, nuclear destruction. Oh my goodness! That sort of stuff. Yeah. Doomsday clocks moving around. Yeah. A little and doom things. and gloom. A little doom and gloom to send the nice people home with. Yeah, absolutely. So, headline: Apocalypse is thirty seconds closer. Says Doomsday's Doomsday clock scientists. And you can Whoa. you guess why they might have moved it? Because of maybe possibly, I'm just going out on a limb. An election of some sort. I don't know. Yeah, that's I don't kind know. Of what it, <laughs> I don't know it's what over, election that it's would overall, be. It's overall, you know, craziness around the world, but they do mention it. So scientists yeah. say the world has edged closer to apocalypse in the last year amid a darkening security landscape and the comments by Donald Trump. Sweet God. We'll get into it more later, but I can say that we are second to the closest we've ever been to midnight on the doomsday clock right is now. this you saying this no i i have a graph and i'll okay. show it here okay. later um but yeah we are currently at two and a half seconds away from midnight the closest we've ever been is two seconds away from midnight 1953 oh so we are only a half second away from the closest we've ever been to the doomsday midnight so wow let's see um the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists moved the minute hand of the symbolic doomsday clock from three minutes. So it's minutes, not minutes. seconds. Minutes. Uh, three minutes to two and a half minutes to midnight. It is the second closest this has, has been. I just mentioned that. Um, BPA Chief Rachel Bronson urged world leaders to calm rather than stoke tensions that would lead to war. Jeez. In a report, the BPA said President Trump's statements on climate change, expanding the U.S. nuclear arsenal, and questioning of intelligence agency has contributed to the heightening global risk. So I guess some of that stuff, I feel like they just toss climate change in there. Of course they do. It. Of course they do. I mean, what does that have to do with tensions of... It may it may very well kill all of us. Absolutely. What does that have to do with global destruction on a nuclear scale? Yeah. Anyways, that's a good point. So I I need to pull up the screen here, the, my screenshot with the thing. So I'll read off where it's been before in the past. So. In 1947, it was set at seven minutes to midnight. Okay. Uh, 1949 was Soviet the Soviets' first nuclear test. It was moved to three minutes to midnight. Wow. In 1953, the U.S. tests the hydrogen bomb, and that's when it was moved to two minutes to midnight, the closest it's ever been. In 1984... U.S.-Soviet relations reached lowest, and it was, let's see, where 1984 was moved 
back to three minutes. It's bounced around. Yeah, the farthest sure. it's ever been away was 17 minutes in 1991. Wow. So it's been hovering... For the most part, it's been within 10 minutes to midnight the entire time we've had it. We've been thriving. <laughs> we've been getting along just great. What the hell? So let's see here. Uh, let's get back into it. Um, <laughs> why was it moved a half minute closer to midnight? For the Oh, it's... Okay, so... For the last two years, the minute hand of the doomsday clock has stayed set at three minutes before the hour, but the BPA says the danger of global disaster is even greater in 2017, so has moved to hand before we're 30 seconds. Disturbing comments about the use and proliferation of nuclear weapons made by Donald Trump, as well as the expressed belief of the overwhelmingly scientific consensus of climate change by both Trump and several of the cabinet appointees, yeah. affected the board's decision. Uh, other influencing factors are the future of Iran nuclear deal, threats of cyber security, and the rise of fake news. Sodomy. We just had to throw that in there. Sodomy, I think, is probably one of them as well. Yeah, I guarantee it. Wow. So it's never actually moved less than a full minute before. And just, uh, inching our way closer here, people. Basically, the whole thing has to do with Trump. Yeah, I is think what they're so. making the story out. I mean, to be. yeah, and I was going to say that's what they're, they're doing in their heads because. I mean, that's how they're swinging it. That's how everybody has a fucking angle these days. Everybody wants you to believe this or that or whatever. Everything's so fucking polarized now. It's like it's just stupid. So let's see stupid. what else. Uh, it says, when it was created in 1947, the clock's hand stood at seven minutes to midnight. Since then, it has changed 22 times, ranging from two minutes to midnight in 1953 to 17 minutes in 1991. We've mentioned that. Yeah. The last time it was moved was in 2015 from five minutes to three minutes. Okay. They also they also quote climate change and nuclear proliferation as for that move. Um. Says it's the closest it's been in more than twenty years. Oh, that was the closest it had been in more than twenty years. So when it moved from five to three, it hadn't been any closer since nineteen eighty four. Anyways, so yeah, they moved it, and we're probably going to die by nuclear bombing. Whose job is it to move that? I want. I want that job. Um, are you talking about who's? makes the decision yeah. for it to move or whose job is it to actually move it well, on the clock? Both, because I feel like it both. could be the same guy. <laughs> like, okay, so they they mention it here. Um, so the BPA was founded at the University of Chicago in 1945 by a group of scientists who helped develop the first atomic weapons. Today, the group includes physicists, and environmental scientists from around the world who decide whether to adjust the clock in consolation with the group's board of sponsors, which includes 15 Nobel laureates. So are you a Nobel lawyer, lawyer a Nobel laureate, a physicist, <laughs> or an environmental scientist? 
I wish I was, man. I'm just a. It's never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. I'm just a blowhard over here. Look at me. No. I bet I could buddy up with those guys though. You won't get to touch the clock though. Damn it. That's all I want to do. There's drunk Josh going up there putting it two seconds to midnight. <laughs> no, I- I'm just like wild-eyed, crazy. <laughs> Like, let's freak people out, guys. Come on. It'll be great. It'll be great. It'll be great. Oh, my God. Fun stuff, man. Are you fresh out? Uh, That was my last story. I I do have something that one of our listeners sent us. His name's Barrett. Okay. In the UK, I'm almost positive. We follow each other on Snapchat. Let me pull up a screenshot I did of a story he sent me about something he had happen. Oh, shit. All right. Um, so I'll just read it. Uh, just got caught up on ectoplasm. He sent me this last week. Uh, Love the show, and I wanted to share a story with you from a few years ago. So my mom and my stepdad used to carpool to their jobs together for the my first two years of high school, and they would usually leave around 6.30 and my bus came at 7, so I wouldn't usually see them. One morning, my alarm didn't go off, so around 6.45, my mom yelled downstairs to wake me up and told me I was running late and I needed to get my ass up or I was going to miss the bus. Hell yeah. I got dressed and walked upstairs, and my mom was making coffee and said goodbye and have a nice day, the usual stuff you know. When I got outside, I happened to glance back up at the driveway and noticed that both my mom's car and my stepdad's truck were gone. Shit. (laughs) But I kind of didn't think anything more of it because I was focused on making it. Um, I just had to move pages. Oh, I hear. Making it to the bus stop. Later on at lunch, I shot my mom a text and asked, asked her why her car was gone and why she was staying home. Maybe <laughs> she didn't have school or something. She's an art teacher. Oh. But she was like, what are you talking about? My car is with me. And I told her, no, it can't be. You woke me up this morning right before the bus came. And it turns out my stepdad had a conference to go what? to. So he left the morning way earlier than normal. And my mom had to drive herself. She left at 6.15 a.m. I still don't know who woke me up, who told me goodbye, and who was making coffee and walking around my house, but I swear to God, it looked and sounded exactly like my mother. Wow. Barrett, that's a badass story. That's doppelganger story. Yeah, for sure. That is freaking creepy shit. I love it. Nice, man. At least she was nice to you. Yeah, it's a good point. Didn't do anything crazy. And um, a lot of times doppelganger stuff leads to bad stuff like people dying or well, stuff like that. So it's been a couple of years. <laughs> That's good. So I think he's out of the, you know, out of that, well, that area. But it's a cool story for sure. That is awesome. Yeah, we appreciate the hell out of that story, man. Thank you for, uh, for sending that to us. It's freaking sweet. Man. All right. Well, now I'm going to be thinking about that for the rest of the night. <laughs> like, shit. It'll be good. <laughs> Hell yes. Well, I tell you what, guys. If you uh, feel like shooting us a text or uh, uh, a phone call, voicemail, whatever, do so at 
730-7255. You can check us out on podbros.com, ectoplasmshow at gmail.com, ectoplasmshow.com. We are uh, Instagramming and tweeting over at Ectoplasm Show. And we're also The Ectoplasm Show on Facebook. Also check us out on YouTube as well. Follow us on Snapchat. It's not Ectoplasm oh, yeah. Show. But and I, we're on Snapchat. I think I'm Jason.Kupzik on there. I think is what it is. Or Let me figure this out. K-U-P-Z-Y-K-82. Is that what you are? Yeah, I think so. All right, let me figure out what my uh, let me figure out what my name is here. <laughs> you 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 never post anything. No, I am uh, just Josh Heard, nineteen eighty one. There you go. Fun stuff. I'm Jay Kupzik, eighty two. Nicely done. Hell yeah! Hit us up on Snapchat. Have some fun there. We already. Uh, have a few friends that do that. Found us on there, and we exchange. Uh, what are they? Snaps? They snap. Snaps. Uh huh. Okay. We exchange snaps. I posted. I posted one uh, with. Uh, I had a big mustache and a really yeah. deep voice. And, I never uh, do the my story thing. If somebody snaps me, I generally snap them back. Things like that. Yeah, I never do like the my story thing at all. No. No. I'm just not about it. I don't know. Maybe I'll get there one day. Just anything know. you snap back to somebody, add it to your story as well. As long as it's not vulgar. Oh, come now. Oh, what do you, come what do you now. Think? Don't what do you give think? me that look, Josh. What do you think I am? No, it's totally. You know it's, who I think you are. No, it's totally valid. I mean, it's a general <laughs> concern for everyone involved. Shy to me. Sorry. I have no idea. I have no idea. But anyway, I tell you what. We're going to let you guys go. And, uh, yeah, hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Keep on trucking through, and we will talk to you on Friday morning bright and early with the Ectoplasm Show topic. And we will uh, talk to you soon. Peace out. Rate and review us on iTunes. Bastard.